It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Locked on podcast network presents locked on sports today. It was the Dallas Cowboys against the LA Chargers in a battle of which fan base is going to feel more annoyed that they lost the game at the end of the night. Who would it be? Find out. Also, can the Astros do anything to break through the October magic of the Rangers? And just because you didn't see it coming doesn't mean Phillies and Diamondbacks won't be a banger. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Today's episode brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on or enter promo code locked on for a free water bottle with any purchase. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise. When the Dallas Cowboys and Los Angeles Chargers got together Monday night, one thing was assured. At least one fan base would leave the game going, oh my God, I can't believe we lost that game that way again. And here we are, the LA Chargers lose a heartbreaker 20 to 17 at home. But it did not sound like a home game, Daniel Wade from Locked On Chargers. It sounded very much like we were at Jerry World. So how does this keep happening for Los Angeles where they they play these, these games tough, they play these teams tough, and if they lose, they lose just like this? Yeah, I mean, it's a story as old as time. You know, Chargers fans know it as Chargering. It's always something, but I think... For this game specifically brings up, you know, something that's been wrong with them the whole season, just which is in late game situations offensively, they can't go win the game. They can't put a game away. They can't ice a game. None of those things they've been able to do. And every chance, every game so far this season, they've had a chance in the fourth quarter, whether it was against the Titans to pull away in the fourth and coming up empty, whether it's a chance down by two against the Dolphins to go steal a win there and two games against the Raiders and Vikings in which They came up short on fourth and one in disastrous situations and got bailed out by red zone turnovers. Late game situations for this team, 
this year have been a total nightmare. And I think it's more symbolic of putting themselves consistently in these situations. They should be about as good as, as anyone. Dallas hadn't played a one-score game all season, yet continually in these late-game moments, the protection breaks down, things don't go their way. Yeah, it was a game where the the, the Cowboys were not able to sack Justin Herbert until that last drive, and the, and the pressure finally got to them in a huge spot. Is there something that you can pinpoint and say there is something about the construction of this team that leaves them in these situations, whether I'm not just talking about personnel, I'm talking about coaching. Is there something you can point to and say, okay, this is why this keeps happening? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a cultural thing as well, right? I mean, the Chargers this entire season have been trying to run away as fast as possible from the game last year in the playoffs against the Jacksonville Jaguars where things got tight late and they weren't able to put them away. And as much as they try this season, they haven't been able to answer those questions. Even the games that they've won, like we've talked about, I mean, it took end zone interceptions from the Chargers to escape what would be terrible losses, and they continually find themselves in this point. And I think late game, especially recently, the loss of Corey Lindsley, a guy that sets up all the protections up front, has been crucial to them. And you know how good Corey Lindsley is. That has been a brutal loss for them. But to keep having these situations late, and Justin Turber didn't have a good game. By his standards, this was one of his worst games, his worst game so far this season. Probably the worst game I've seen since he suffered the rib cartilage injury last year and had a couple of bad games after that. I mean, if you're looking at just the structure of this team, they've invested a ton in this offensive line, invested way too much to have these things go the way they are in late game situations. The protections are off. The Chargers offensive line in general is not performing well enough. I think they had seven penalties just on the offensive line in this game. Mm -hmm. It's frankly not good enough, and it's hard to gauge how much of it is Justin Herbert, you know, having a bad game and how much of it, even though there was only one sack at the end. I think, I mean, the first half, it was about a 50% pressure rate by the Cowboys defense. I mean, they were getting in and around him the entire game. Everything's flawed offensively, late in games, missing Mike Williams, missing Corey Lindsley, and I think it's just making all of their biggest problems spotlighted that much more. This was supposed to be the Kellen Moore revenge game after he yeah. leaves Dallas to come to L.A., and you mentioned some of the, the execution, setting of the protections. These late-game moments, you would hope that that was when the difference would be made with Kellen Moore. How much of this is, okay, it's early. We're not even to Halloween yet. Yeah. With that you could say, okay, if if this game were played in, you know, post-Thanksgiving, it might look different. Yeah, it's a good question. But I think coming off of your bye week, that's kind of where you're hoping you're making those yeah. adjustments, right? Like you had two weeks to prepare for this game. You end up coming out, going down and scoring easily on the first drive. I mean, we know the scripted drives and everything else are a different story, but like, to put up only seven points in that first half, having as much time and the inside knowledge that you have from Kellen Moore on Dan Quinn and this Cowboys defense he went up against every day, just not good enough. I mean, the first half and the second half of the Cowboy, the Raiders game, Chargers scored seven points in four quarters. That's not good enough. With Justin Herbert, with Kellen Moore, with Keenan Allen right now getting Austin Eckler back in this game, it's just not good enough. And I mean, you have an offensive line that you've invested in that isn't doing well enough. And then just for this team, for Kellen Moore to have this revenge game, I mean, and come up short the way he did, it's not all on him for sure, but it definitely isn't what he was looking for in this game. Stay up to date all year on the LA Chargers by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Chargers on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Astros are slowly falling to the playoff magic that is the Rangers. Before we get to whether they can break the spell, the Colts... 
If you want to look good and feel good, you need bird dogs, period. I've never had anything more comfortable look this good. Bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dogs just fit better. They fit better than your typical nice looking pair of shorts or pants. They do what Lululemon clothing does, but with better fit. Bird dogs accomplish this by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird dogs are also functional. You can wear them on any occasion. I have no problem wearing them around my house, but then going out and feeling like, okay, I look presentable. I look nice. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on or enter promo code locked on at checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson is probably going to miss the rest of the regular season and could undergo shoulder surgery in the next week or so. This, according to Colts owner Jim Ursay. Richardson, this year's fourth overall pick in the draft, sustained an AC joint sprain in his throwing shoulder during the second quarter of Indianapolis's Week 5 win over the Tennessee Titans. The Colts have spent the last week since the injury obtaining numerous medical opinions on how to proceed. Ursay said evaluations are pointing in the direction of shutting Richardson down. Among the decisions to be made is whether this injury needs to be surgically repaired or whether continued Rehab would be sufficient to fix the problem. Ursay said, surgery seems likely. Lions running back David Montgomery will likely be out for, quote, a little bit due to a rib cartilage injury, Coach Dan Campbell said Monday. Montgomery was injured in the second quarter Sunday in Detroit's victory over the Buccaneers. The injury occurred after Montgomery caught a short pass to the left side from quarterback Jared Goff. He lay on the field for a moment before ultimately walking off on his own. Campbell is confident Jameer Gibbs is ready to step up. I feel, feel a lot better about Gibbs this week. You know, he ran really well uh, on Saturday before we left and had another really good workout today. So, uh, you know, he, Mitchell, and uh, Branch, I thought all looked pretty good today. So I think they're trending the right way. With the Rangers winning the first two games of the ALCS against the Astros, their game three starter could be a juggernaut, Max Scherzer will start game three at home. Bruce Bochy believes the future Hall of Famer is ready to return. A few days ago, back home, he threw 69 pitches to hitters and came out of that fine, Bochy said. And during that time, he maintained his stamina and stuff. The 39-year-old Scherzer hasn't pitched in the majors since September 12th. He was placed on the injured list with a shoulder strain after pitching in Toronto. He has a 320 ERA in 45 innings with the Rangers after being acquired at the deadline from the Mets. Thousands of soccer fans were kept inside Belgium's national stadium for two and a half hours Monday after a game between Belgium and Sweden was abandoned at halftime following a gunman fatally shooting two Swedish people in Brussels before kickoff. The European Championship qualifier was being played some three miles from the shooting in the center of the Belgian capital and more than 35,000 fans attended the match. With the suspects still at large and reportedly going after Swedes, 
Belgian authorities kept fans inside the venue for security reasons before they started the evacuation around midnight local time. Here is another story you need to know. The Houston Astros caught the Texas Rangers to sneak into a division crown. They square off in the ALCS and the Astros going into the series, rightfully the favorites in part because they're the higher seed. They were the better team in the regular season. So after an inning, when it's 4 nothing Rangers and now a 5-4 win has the Astros down 2 nothing, a lot of us are looking around going, uh, what's going on in Houston right now? Brett Chansey from Locked On Astros joins me now. And Brett, at, at the risk of doing a played out bit, Houston, do we have a problem? Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, um, we obviously do at home. Um, it, it's it's the mystery that escapes me. One of the winningest teams on the road, but at home 40 and 45 now. Mm. Uh, probably, I think it's a minus 21 run differential. It's just, it it escapes me. It escapes logic. It is it it defies science. I I don't know <laughs> what's going on because you saw what the potential is. Jordan Alvarez hits a hits two home runs today. You know, tied Giancarlo Stanton for the most home runs in like a five or six game post game stretch. Yeah, he's been unbelievable postseason. Yeah, and without him, we probably don't even get close. But w- this is what's odd, Peter. In these two games, our relief pitchers have surrendered zero runs in both games. And that's, you know, our, our bullpen's doing their job. Everybody else is not pulling their weight. And the other part of this is that the starter for the Texas Rangers, Nathan Yavaldi, was outstanding. Uh, he, had, he did give up the three earned, but also got nine Ks for his trouble. And he has been nails for them all postseason. I think if you're going to look at this Houston team and go, okay, where where might they have some issues relative to their other their other you know World Series teams of the past? It's that they don't have that stopper. They don't have the guy or the 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 bench of guys. You know, when they won the World Series, in you know pick a time, but they had three four guys where you'd go, this is the guy to stop the bleeding. Who is that now for Houston? Yeah, I mean, I even um, opined on the show tonight after the game. I know Javier is listed as the Game 3 starter, but can we just start our relief pitchers to begin the game and maybe bring in Javier in the fourth or fifth inning and do a piggyback start because our relief pitchers right now, Brian Abreu, um, Phil Maton, Hector Neres. I mean, these Rafael Montero went out there and threw up a zero. And so, look, they know the assignment. But even in game one, when you go back to game one, Justin Verlander only gave up two runs. Yeah, He was just another victim of they just don't support him when he's out there on the mound offensively like they do other pitchers. And so this team absolutely has to have a key start. They've got to score first in game three. If they can score first in game three, I think they can gain momentum. These next three games don't worry me, honestly, as an Astros fan. Well, they they're going to have to put a little worry into Rangers fans because they are they are enjoying this right now. I can tell you that. And and the, the Astros they're still a, a target on their back. My my question for you is do they need this these bats you mentioned the support Justin Verlander not getting support. They're getting what they need from guys like Jordan Alvarez. Is it is it does it need to be someone like 
Jose Altuve, who comes up and, and puts a little charge because we're used to seeing this Astros team capable of putting up a, a crooked number in a hurry. We, we haven't really seen that. No, we have not. You know, Jose Altuve is really key to that, you know, 0 for 5 today. Um, gosh, Kyle Tucker batting 091 right now in a 2 for 22 slump with one hit and one RBI. Um, Mauricio Dubon, when he's been in there, has been excellent. Chas McCormick, a shell of what he can do. And then, you know, Jeremy Pena is hitting decently. Look, Brantley in the lineup needs to be there every day. It looks like Brantley, Alvarez, and Bregman are doing their part. If you have Altuve come along, McCormick come along, and you have um, just just one other person, Dubon come in there, Abreu do what he did in the ALDS, I think this team would not have a problem with at least winning the next two games. And then you really put the pressure. If you can tie up the series and put the pressure on Texas and guarantee coming back to Houston, then I think all the pressure goes to them and the Astros can breathe, but you've got to get game three. So before you talk about four or five, you got to get to game three and you got to respect it. What the Rangers have done has been astounding. They beat the brakes off the Orioles. They've barely beat the Astros, but you know what? If you win one to nothing or 12 to two, you still win. Stay up to date on the Houston Astros by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Astros on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, the NLCS is a matchup of two unexpected teams, but that doesn't mean it'll be any less fun. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. The Philadelphia Phillies made it to the World Series last year, so it's not a huge shock that they're back in the NLCS. But the Arizona Diamondbacks... They went from they're just happy to be in the playoffs to four wins away from a World Series in astonishing fashion. Locked on Diamondbacks host Miller Thomas and Locked on Phillies host Connor Thomas look at why this series will be so intense. It's a long series and Mm -hmm. the Diamondbacks are a team that have made their living this year on coming back from places people didn't think they were going to be able to. So uh, early it looked like it might have been a route. This turned into a game, and that team has some fight in them, and I'm not sitting here saying, oh, the Phillies have this locked up. There's a lot more to go, and I think there are some positives on both sides to take out of this one. Obviously, yeah. the win, the biggest positive. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Might need to do a quick three, three, 23 and me after this just to you know check the family lineage with the Thomases' uh, last name. But for the D-backs, yeah, I mean, this game started off in that first inning. I mean, the D-backs, what we saw them do against the Dodgers, it was a lot of – starting off early with instant offense and this game tonight it was the Phillies who struck first right you had Kyle Schwarber first pitch of the game against Zach Allen he hits a rocket off the bat and then Bryce Harper doing what Bryce Harper does all postseason his entire career with the Phillies he hits a bomb and it's like the Phillies were off to the races, and I was really, I'm not going to let you, Connor, I was pretty down in the dumps um, those first few innings. But like you said, the D-backs ended up 
battling coming back in this. And by the end, I, I do have a little bit more optimism going into game two because I do feel like the D-backs at least closed the gap in there um, toward the later part of the game. But Zach Wheeler, man, I mean, talk about his dominance tonight. I mean, what was that? At one point, you retired like 15 straight D-backs. Like, I just thought the D-backs were never going to get anything with the way Wheeler was pitching tonight. Yeah, I got to give a shout out to Jason Stark on this one because he's the one who brought this stat up to me. He's the greatest first game pitcher in the history of the MLB postseason. Oh. Uh, Zach Wheeler shows up ready to go. He has the best ERA in the history of game ones, and it's a great asset the Philadelphia Phillies have. And, I mean, you can't say enough good things about what he's done for this team this postseason. And the fast start, it's great for the offense. I also think the crowd has something to do with it. Now, Series don't start. This is the old axiom, right? Series don't start until a road team wins a game. So while it is a great win for the Phillies, I'm very happy about it. If you're a Diamondbacks fan, the thing to hold on to is you're not supposed to win at Citizens Bank Park. You're supposed to defend your home turf and find a way to steal the final game of the series if you need to. And this was the expected result, but it was tighter than what it looked like early. And Turns out the Phillies needed to get on it early or they would have been in trouble late in this one. The problem I think a lot of national fans are going to have, fans of other teams, is this isn't like the NCAA tournament when Florida Gulf Coast gets rolling and you can cheer for an underdog you have no connection to. There aren't going to be Reds fans or Brewers fans or Marlins fans going, hey, let's go Diamondbacks. They're just going to not care as much. That's the reality of professional sports. And so, okay, all due respect to the, the law firm of Thomas and Thomas, I just don't think this series is going to rate for a lot of the same reasons that this Texas series is just not the same as if Houston were playing literally any other team. It's just become too provincial now. And baseball, maybe more than other sports, needs the big market franchises, need the glitz and the glam to bring in those national audiences, especially when you have to go up against football and now basketball. And finally, the Kansas Jayhawks will begin the upcoming college basketball season as the AP number one ranked team. The Jayhawks received 46 first place votes Despite returning just three starters from a year ago, Duke comes in at number two after getting 11 first place votes, followed by Purdue, Michigan State, and Marquette to round out the top five. This all, of course, is in the midst of an investigation into wrongdoing by the Kansas Jayhawks program. On a lighter note, on a happier note, this is the highest ranking for Marquette since they were number three back in 1978. Back then, they were known as the Warriors, not the Golden Eagles. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports today, what will the NLCS look like as it heads to the desert? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.